Welcome to the 15th Club with your hosts, Ed Clements and Scotty Sayers. Ed and Scotty will bring you up to date on all the big news in the world of golf every Saturday from 5 to 6. It is time to tee it high and let it fly. Good afternoon, golf fans. I'm Ed Clements along with Scotty Sayers, and this is the 15th Club. Live from Dirty Martins, our home away from home, this is the place to watch college football tonight, pro football tonight, college basketball. If you love burgers and drinks and cold beer, you'll love Dirty Martins. And they've got big, giant milkshakes, too, especially Oreo milkshakes. I'm looking at one right now saying, pass that son of a gun over. Our show proudly brought to you by Texas Mutual Insurance and by ABC Bank with assistance from Tyrios, a new way to invest in real estate. Tyrios.ai, the Salt Lake Barbecue, the Naughty Deck and Bar at the Austin Renaissance Hotel, Marty's Tex-Mex, the Muni Conservancy, Donald Ross Sportswear, Adele Golf, Zilker Belts, and by Dirty Martin's Place. Scotty, we got a bang-up show today. Our friend Mark Brooks is back, the former PGA champion and multi-year Longhorn All-American and now one of the top teachers in the country, uh, along with his 803 Golf. And our friend Sammy Joseph of Curios, the new way to invest in real estate. Big show today, Kim Osabi. How are you? Well, it's Christmas. They've got some drink specials down here. They and, do. And food specials, right? Yeah, that's right. Buckets of beer, special price, and Lone Star, special price today. Yeah, and you went out and played Muni yesterday. yesterday. Yes. I played golf the last few days. You know, it's... We're lucky here in Texas that we get good weather usually right up until Christmas. Yeah. And next week's going to be beautiful That's great. for golf. Yeah. So it's had a lot great. of fun. Muni was in wonderful shape yesterday. I think the cold and sort of the mist scared a lot of people off. Uh, we played, and gosh, uh, just around, around three hours yesterday. It was great with my uh, Friday morning group. Had a great time. Did you win money from there? We don't, Scotty. You know, we are, since it's Christmas time, we decided not to gamble uh, near the Lord's birthday and everything. So we just had <laughs> Tito's Bloody Marys yesterday. <laughs> well, it's kind of like in Caddyshack that, you know, he says, what did you shoot? And says, I don't keep scoring. How do you measure yourself? <laughs> anyway. I like to play for a little, to put something on the line. Well, you played today with uh, one of our favorite Hollywood stars, the man they call the Godfather, Luke Wilson. How is Luke Wilson doing? He's glad to be off strike, I'll say that. And he sneaks into town. Well, not doesn't sneak into town. He's a part-time Austin resident and comes in and plays a lot of golf when he's in town. We we have fun. We he beat me the last two days and I got him back a little good, bit good. a little bit today. Had a hot putter today. Have you got into his next movie possibly? Have you or I know you're in Twelve Mighty Orphans with Luke. I'm not I unfortunately no. was cut from that, but well what about any movies? I am not in yet. I'm lobbying Good. hard. I like those SAG checks. You know those checks from Friday Night Lights. And for you people at that Screen Actors Guild, SAG. SAG, yes. yes. Just recently off strike. Luke it, Luke was uh, in these Costner westerns. Oh, yeah. That are, two of them are in the can, and Luke's in the in those that okay, will be again, released. Okay, when he says in the can, that means to non-movie people, it's completed. <laughs> Just want to make sure. I know you love this Hollywood jargon there. Yeah, but he's in and uh, plays a cowboy in that movie and and in the two movies, which are going to be big hits. Yeah, yeah. And then he's got a Netflix series he's going to film in February, so busy. Speaking of Hollywood good looks, our friend Mark Brooks, the former PGA champion, is here. Heartthrob at the University of Texas, a young blonde heartthrob on the PGA Tour, the winner of the PGA Championship, and a heck of a lot more. How are you, my friend? And 
Merry Christmas to you and Cynthia and all the kids and grandkids. Well, thank you, Ed. If you keep that up, we'll uh, have to take this show on the road. <laughs> we need to take this show on uh, the road. We're good. We're good. I was on the golf course as well today. Well, you had a couple of lessons today? A couple of observations. A couple of observations. Yes. Yeah. I was lucky enough to join uh, Mark at an event earlier this week with some of his 803 golf groups. He had a nice group in from Second Swing uh, Corporation, Second Swing Golf. Second Swing Golf, yeah, they they have an online and and brick and mortar stores several yeah. around the country. I think they had nine of them. They were nine nine here. Yeah, we, we had a great great two and a half days. And that's what you do with eight oh three sports. It's lessons. You play golf and interact with all the participants. Really cool deal. Lots of food. Lots of fun. Lots of lots of lion. Uh, a lot of things going on in the world of golf this week. A lot of stuff with the PGA Tour. And live tour, the PNC is going on, the father-son tournament. There is PGA Tour qualifying going on right now. I'll tell you about PNC right now. Team Kuchar, Matt Kuchar and his son, on fire today. The second lowest round in the history of the PNC. They shot 15 under par today. 15 under par. They're in first place. The team of Bernhard Langer. V.J. Singh and kids, Ratif Goosen and David Duvall are at minus 12. John Daly and son, Little John, minus 11. Whole host of golfers at minus 8, including Tiger and Charlie Woods, our friend Justin Leonard and his son, uh, Nellie Corder and her daddy, Steve Stricker, uh, his daughter, and Justin Thomas and his dad all at minus 8. Thoughts from the first day of that, Mark? I don't know. How, how did Stricker get in? Stricker got in because he has a daughter. Stricker got no, in. No, but you have to win a major. I, have they? No, nah, they changed that. Okay, they changed no. that. It started yeah. out as sons and major oh, winners only. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. so they, they've. It's a good point. I would say they've. You know, it's fun to watch, but it's it's what we are all fighting. It's the good good old boys club again. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it's a fun deal to get in. That's uh, interesting. I'm not against the daughters playing. Absolutely not. I, I think they probably counted that he won a major on the Champions Tour. That's what I think. Maybe so. I think he's probably won multiple championships. Multiple, maybe. Yeah. So, thank you, Ed, for yeah, clarifying. I, I think that. that's a clarification. Yeah, it's like the legends of golf. They, you know, it started out whether you, where you had to have won a major or been on a Ryder Cup team, and boy, they eased off on those rules over the years and just got more and more players in. Different. We we right? have. There's a lot going on in golf right now. <laughs> yeah, and not much of it's on the golf course. No, I'm it's not. It, and I, I'm still. So confused. I'm 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 sorry. I'm a golf guy, but I'm confused. John Rom joins Live two weeks ago. You you will not be in 45 minutes. Is that right? No, we'll have you straight. Mark Brooks we'll, will we'll, explain it. Well, we'll we'll give you the options that are probably on the table. Okay. Okay. Which is great. I can't wait to yeah. hear how Mark's going to solve all the problems. I didn't say I'm solving. <laughs> I'm going to tell you the options that are yeah. on the table for the tour in these secretive. Negotiations and and number one on that list is probably that Jay Monahan will ride off into the sunset. Well, I'm not even going soon. that far. Okay, I'm just saying the options they have is for, for partnering or not. Yeah. Okay, and, and they all come with their own set of uh, ramifications. PGA Q School is going on tomorrow's the final round. Five spots available. Yes, I said only five spots available right now. Harrison Endicott is at minus twelve. Blaine. Hale is at minus 10. Spencer Levin, Le Levine? Levin. Le Levine. Levine. Levine, a guy that you know is minus 8. Trace Crow, minus 8. 
Raul Pereira of Italy is at minus seven. A few big names are struggling. Harry Higgs tied for 13, and Eric Compton, former winner on tours, tied for 19. That's a tough deal, only five spots. It's four rounds. This is the first year they've allowed, in, in quite some time, that they've allowed a direct access let's just call it Avenue, back to the PGA Tour through Q School. Okay. The last, whatever, at least 15 years, Q School got you to the what's now the Corn Ferry Tour, and then you had earned your spot onto the tour that way. The two things that have changed, there's, we saw he's had awesome success, Mr. Auberg. Yeah. Coming out of Texas Tech, straight right. onto the tour, he's already won. They decided that will eventually be five spots yeah. from the colleges, and they've allowed the, these five to come there. So that's kind of how it works. Do you know who has the record for the Q School winning by the most strokes? I do. Okay. I know. Okay. Mark, good luck. No, I'm not even going to try. That'd be Ben Crenshaw. No. He didn't have to go to Q School. <laughs> he, no, he did. He won by 12 strokes. Ed's right. But Donnie Hammond, a few years later, won by 14. Wow. That was a six-rounder. Yeah. And that was at TPC Sawgrass and Sawgrass Country Club across the street. Yeah. And Donnie's now selling Banlon shirts someplace, right? Bless his heart. He looked. He yeah, he, he was, was a good player. He was a handsome guy and, and pretty. What did he win four or five times? Maybe he, he did. Yeah. He okay. certainly did. So they they've changed. It was six rounds yeah. before. Now it's four. It's a shootout. Now are both Cootie boys on the PGA Tour? One on one on. Corn Ferry one on PJ? No, sir. They're both. They wow. both have PJ Tour Isn't cards. That fantastic. They both finished in the top thirty. Uh huh. On the you know the the year long Corn Ferry, let's call it money slash points list. Yeah. And they both earned cards. Fantastic. Good for the Cootie Boys. So these five that come on the tour, they'll join those twenty five or thirty. You know all these other guys. Yeah. They'll be in the category that has got two two perks. One, they're going to get a half a million dollars pretty soon shoved in their bank account and they'll also unfortunately be subject to reshuffles okay you know every, periodically okay. probably four or five times during the year okay about every six or eight events they'll reshuffle that group for priority ranking okay okay uh, all right we got to take a break as we go to break let's tell you the longhorn basketball team won today or lsu 96 85 college football is tonight texas tech in action against the cow bears already one final in the nfl today the Bengals rallied to defeat the Vikings 27-24 in overtime. And right now, uh, at the beginning of the third quarter, Colts lead the Steelers 14-13. Denver Detroit later. I know Ben and I will talk a lot about football the next hour here uh, on the End Zone Club. This is Sports Saturday, the 15th Club, live from Dirty Martin's Place. When we come back, a visit with our great friend Sammy Joseph to talk about his new endeavor. And Mark will break down what's going on with Liv and the PGA Tour when we return to the 15th Club on KLBJ. With its Christmas time in Texas, it's a very special time to me. Howdy, folks. This is Ray Benson of A Sleepy Wheel, and you're listening to the 15th Club with Ed Clements and Scotty Sayers on News Radio 590 KLBJ. Thank you so much, Ray. Ray will be at the Broken Spoke next Saturday night. Uh, for his Christmas show. And, Scotty, we're all going to go down there. it be a lot of fun down there. We're going to go over there. I hope Mark Brooks will go with yeah. us. Maybe Sammy. We're going to go see Ray at the Broken Spoke. Yeah. We'll take the week off. We'll take the week off. And then the 30th, Ben and I will be broadcasting live from 
New Orleans with the Longhorns, yes. Longhorns and uh, the Washington Huskies. Welcome back to the 15th Club on KLBJ Radio, brought to you by Texas Mutual Insurance and by ABC. Also, one of our new sponsors is with us, Tyrios, the new way to invest in real estate. Our friend Sammy Joseph is with us, a longtime friend. Man, oh man, the Joseph family, an iconic name in our community. Sammy, welcome to the to the 15th Club. Well, Ed and Scotty, I appreciate y'all having us on very much. Tell us about your new company, Tyrios. Tell us about this company you you uh, are involved in now. So it's a very exciting company that my partner, Sachin, and I uh, started. And, and we are going after a demographic that has not had an opportunity to invest in real estate in our lifetimes or any time prior. And so what we are doing is we'll go out and we purchase a single-family home, and we sell that, we tokenize it, and we sell that to investors for as little as $100 per share. And that allows anybody that's, say, walking off the stage at UT to begin investing in real estate and building a portfolio that they can trade similar to a stock market. It won't be as liquid, but you could sell your interest in the in a particular home and trade it like it were a stock account. And, and that allows you to get involved in real estate at, say, the age of 18 to 21 and build up a portfolio so when you're in your early to mid-30s, you could sell it and have e- equity to purchase a home, uh, do various things that you normally wouldn't have to do, or you'd have to go raise half a million dollars and bring together a bunch of partners. And you're uh, offering these homes, the investment uh, piece, in markets like Buda and Kyle and Georgetown, San Marcos, some of the some of the places where you can still get some reasonable prices, but they're sure to go up. That's exactly right. Yes, sir. Uh, we are doing that, and we are very focused on those uh, markets because of the growth they've seen in the past and the opportunities they have in the future. Uh, lots of development going on out there. You see a lot of warehouses for Amazon uh, popping up out there, and, and so there's a lot of lot of people moving that direction. Uh, we've seen just in the last couple of years prices you know, given everything going on in the economy and world right now, we've seen prices begin to creep up a little bit over there. Um, and so what we'll do is we go and we purchase the home, we'll lease it out, uh, we put the mortgage on it, we do everything. And then we just turn it over to the site and allow investors to come on and buy as much or as little as they want. And one thing we've had that's been very interesting is initially when we started this concept, it was for a younger demographic but we've quickly found out that there's an affluent base out there that doesn't want to fool with managing single-family homes but they want to be involved in it and so we've had a lot of luck with uh, with, with affluent individuals uh, come in and buy large shares of it as well and that's that's been a pleasant surprise so that way you can invest and not have to worry about being a landlord and and there's also people that don't that don't want to put you know, say two hundred and fifty, two hundred seventy-five thousand dollars to buy a house, but they've got a smaller amount to invest, and they can be a part of the real estate boom that we're having in Central Texas. Absolutely, absolutely, and we've run some numbers as well. Where if you were to put three hundred dollars a month in for thirty years, it would equate to about one point six to one point seven million dollars with a principal balance that you contribute of about two hundred to two hundred fifty thousand. As you said, this housing market is still red hot. I know there's been some struggles with the high interest rate, but there was no rate hike by the feds earlier this week, Scotty, and they say there won't be for the next three cycles, which is good for people who want to buy homes and get into real estate. Is yeah. that correct, Sammy? 
Absolutely. I think that's very spot on. And, uh, you know, it was a little bit of a breath of fresh air to hear Jerome Powell talk uh, last week and, and just get a little bit of a dovish tone, um, which we haven't seen in years. And that was a pleasant surprise from a real estate standpoint. Sammy, we're so happy that you're you're a part of the 15th Club family now. And your, your family, the Josephs, have been so important to West Austin Youth Association and youth sports in Austin. Talk about that a little bit. Oh, it's it's been just hard to put into words to see grow up in a household with my dad, who's been obviously very instrumental with WEA, Little League Baseball, uh, Lions, just everything that, that's gone on. I mean, it's 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 been on our backyard for our entire lives. It's, it's all we know. And the fact that I can take my son, Sammy, up to Lions and hit golf balls, walk across the forest and go play baseball is just something that's so unique and so special to this town. And I've traveled all over the world and I've never seen anything like it. I've lots of family in different cities across the country and they don't have anything like that for their kids, for their youth, um, the history, just the friendships that we've made growing up playing baseball through Wea has lifelong friendships that I still keep in touch with those guys today. And uh, it's just, again, it's hard to put into words, but it is something that's so special and near and dear to our heart uh, that it, it just means the world to us. Well, and your dad, I mean, he's been like the, the grand oak tree and has all these branches. I mean, he, I was on the board at Way of West Austin Youth with him, and, and later I was a president. He's the chairman emeritus, but uh, so many young people have coached under him or been coached by him, and then he's taught others how to coach. And so that's that's the oak tree and the branches. Sure. So, Ed, you. Well, Ben Clements is coming in in just a little bit, and he's on that. He played for uh, Big Sammy. He coached for Sammy. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it is quite a tree. One more thing. We are at Dirty Martin's, a very elite, high-class restaurant. <laughs> And there on 6th Street is there a restaurant called Sammy's. There's your son. There you are. There's your dad. Tell the history about that. Yeah, so uh, the history on Sammy's, um, obviously that was Hutt's before. And uh, my brother, Cater, and I uh, spoke with Larry McGuire about leasing that property from us. And as a token, he took the name. So when my grandfather bought that property in the 30s, he opened a restaurant there and it, he was Sammy Senior, so he named it Sammy's. And so Larry as a token of appreciation named the restaurant after him, Sammy's. And in the back there is the Mildred Room, which is my grandmother, and uh, he surprised her with that on opening night. So that was a very uh, very special treat. Um, and it's been a very unique. I get a lot of credit it's where great. credit's not due, but okay. I <laughs> We got to get to break in a moment, but how will people get in touch with you to talk about Tyrios and learn more. So they can email us. All of our information is on the website at Tyrios, T-I-R-I-O-S dot A-I. My email, personal email is Sammy, S-A-M-M-I-E at Tyrios dot A-I. Uh, feel free to reach out to us. But uh, we've got an academy, too, that we've put together where you can go to Tyrios.ai backslash academy and learn all about uh, real estate investing from there. Sammy, thanks very much. we got to take a break. Much success with the company. Thanks for being with us, Dirty Martins. Come back again and enjoy more great food here at Dirty Martins Place, and best of luck with the company. I'm Ed Clements along with Scotty Sayers and Mark Brooks. we got a break for the news. After the news, we'll talk more golf, get you up to date on the NFL, and be, be, be sure to stay for the End Zone Club after our show. Chestnuts roasting. 
an open fire And Jack Frost nipping at your nose We're back on the 15th Club. We are live from Dirty Martins where there's drink specials and food specials today and NFL football. We're brought to you by Texas Mutual Insurance, ABC Bank, Salt Lake Barbecue, the Naughty Deck and Bart, the Austin Renaissance, Maudie's Tex-Mex, Muni Conservancy, Donald Ross Sportswear, Edel Golf, Zilker Belts, and Terios. You could go to terios.ai for a new way to invest in real estate. I'm Scotty Sayers with Ed Clements and Mark Brooks. You know who that was singing? You know who was that singing there? Who Jerry Jeff Walker. Oh, man. here The late Jerry Jeff Walker used to come here to Dirty Martins, play golf at Barton Creek and other places. What a great guy. I miss old Jerry Jeff. What a great songwriter and a great singer. Uh, great guy. Thanks for being with us. Ben Clements is also joining us. Mark Brooks is with us, the former PGA Championship. Again, at the PNC father-son, uh, Matt Kuchar and his son are at minus 15. They've got a three-shot lead over the Langers, the Sings, the Goosens, and the Duvals. Tiger Woods and son Charlie are seven strokes back after firing a minus eight. Justin Leonard and his son are also in that group. PGA Tour qualifying tomorrow is the final day. Five spots available. A guy by the name of Harrison Endicott is the leader at minus 12. Uh, Blaine Hale is at minus 10. Mark Brooks is with us, Scotty. I need to ask Mark a quick question. We just had the Champions Tour qualifying a couple of weeks ago, and our friends West Short and Omar Uresti barely missed out. Did, the, did they achieve anything by coming so close in the Champions Tour qualifying? Not really. Uh, okay. I hate, I hate I, that. They don't yeah. know. They don't continue down that list to like fill the field next year right. any, anywhere. Okay. Well, well I hate un- that for those guys. Unfortunately, no. And they they were in great position. I know they both kind of bogeyed down the stretch. West bogeyed number eighteen, got in the playoff, and didn't get get the the slot. And that'll be the case tomorrow with this qualify. You know, the Q school that you're. It, I think it's actually I know it is. It's televised. It might be kind of in- interesting viewing, especially if the weather's a little iffy uh the sixth player will get whatever exempt status he has on the corn ferry or if he was there's some guys that have like you know some status still left on the pj yeah. 126 to 150 they don't lose anything but only five guys and i mean it'll be a finite five will actually get a card well that's there are a lot of crying and a lot of oh, heartbreak yeah. Yeah. with it with that final thing Ben Clements is with us mm-hmm. too. Ben, hey guys, what's, what's no? Yeah, there, I, I was looking. There's some notable names that are on this this list for the Q School. Um, I saw a couple of Longhorns. Kramer Hickok was on here. Cody Gribble was on here. I saw Cody Gribble. He withdrew, uh, I think, early on in the week. But um, Kramer Hickok, you know, he's still up there. He's tied for 36th right now. Uh, what what is this number there, Ben? What is he? Um, he is at uh, minus one for the tournament. Oh, he's gonna have to hump at the and leaders even, at minus twelve. You know, even guys like Sean O'Hare is on is on here, and Sa- Sam Saunders is on here, or Sanders. Um, the problem is, it doesn't take long when you go down the list to get to five. Yeah, yeah, six is out, five's in. So these guys, can you you know maybe people that don't understand it. This is to get on the PGA Tour. How would these guys like Kramer and Cody? How could they play PGA events this season if they if they miss this this top five? It depends on if they have any status whatsoever, say past champion status or an extended money list. Which I'm going to go out on a limb and say there are not many people going to get in much that are past 150th last year. So to answer your question directly, Monday qualifying probably about there's probably about 15 or 16 events that have a Monday qualifying for four spots. 
and the other sponsor exemptions. Oh, uh, sponsor exemptions <laughs> are big. Yeah, I mean, you, it's like the brutal, cold, hard facts. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, that's it. Mark, if we can talk about what's going on with the PGA Tour and Live, as I said last hour, I'm a bit con- confused and perplexed about it. Is there going to be a merger? Not a merger. What do you think is going to be happening in the next few weeks? Because there's a deadline coming up, correct? Well, there's a deadline. We don't know how hard that deadline is. They keep, you know, certainly Tiger's quoted as saying, we're going to stick to the deadline the best we can. Pretty good. You know, there's obviously a chance they'll go past it uh, if all the parties agree to extend. The most, what appears right now, it looks like the most likely scenario is this strategic sports group, which includes, you know, John Henry, the Red Sox, which is that what's known as the Fenway Group. He's got, you know, he's, fin- he's got Red Sox and Manchester United. The guy's got Correct. deep pockets. Yeah. And Arthur Blank, the Falcons, yeah. Home Depot. The Celtics owner, the Braves, the Brewers, the New York Mets, that's the Cohen group. All these guys, the Chicago Cubs owners, they're involved in this strategic sports group. The odds are very good that the tour reaches a deal with those that group. And they would be the money group behind the PGA Tour. Correct. The wild card, which is not that wild, is the public investment fund, which we refer to as the PIF. That's the that's, Saudi Arabian. That is the Saudi Arabian. That's who they initiated these talks with they have the framework agreement with the saudis not this new group so this new group came in during this time period this six-month time period and i believe you know like a lot of people they're gonna they need to get a deal done with the saudis or we're going to continue this war now the tour has a bigger war chest obviously with these guys behind it but you know they're talking about a three to three and a half billion billion dollar investment from that group I will promise you the Saudis could exhaust that in a matter of days if they chose. And everyone knows this. The John Rahm move was pretty clearly a shot across the bow. The, whatever it was, $350 million or $500 million, that was clearly a shot across the bow going on right in the middle of these negotiations. So I believe they'll end up with all three in some type of arrangement. Who will have the power? Who Will it the PGA? Will it be the Saudis? Or will it be... Uh, the uh, Fenway Park Group. He who has the most money typically has the most power. I do not see a scenario where the tour, a Jay Monahan or a handful, a group, five or six of the PGA board members that are player directors can choose to dissolve the Live Golf League. I do not believe that will be an option on the table. If that becomes part of the negotiation, they'll go home and they'll keep fighting and they'll just keep signing guys up. Yeah, Mark, you said he he who has the money, and I think you that was a Freudian slip. You mean His Excellency, who's got most okay. of the money. Uh, the, the prince of the Saudis who's leading the PIF fund, it's, it's going to be a money game. It's the long game in this. And is it a better product because of John Rahm? Well, slightly, but is it going to get people to watch the CW Network? I'm not tuning in yet. Um, I watch it occasionally, just out of interest. Do you watch it? I've watched a little bit. Yeah. I've watched a little bit, but I was watching, and they were going to a, to a playoff, and they cut to the Simpsons, you know? <laughs> That's the CW Network. You know, for, for golf fans like us, just I want to throw this question. When will we see DeChambeau? And Dustin and Kepka back playing on the PGA Tour. I think that's the non-nuanced question of the day. 
the odds are there's going to be a, some type of deal cut from these three group entities. You know, the tour is going to, I'll assure you, and I'm not anti-tour by any stretch, but, you know, they're going to try to make it look like the tours run, you know, running the show, which is fine. But of the three entities involved in that deal, who has the least amount of money or revenue? Well, the tour. Otherwise, we wouldn't yeah. be doing this deal. So let's get that, you know, just get that straight straight on the table. Uh, t- the, the, the problem is the integration of those guys you just mentioned. You know, Phil, I mean, I know Phil's about to be, what, 53, but, you know, Brooks Kepka. Bryson, now John Rahm, Patrick Reed. You know, there's a nice list of we would call star names that were on the U.S. Tour that probably need to somehow get integrated back together. Does that mean playing all the PGA Tour events? Not necessarily. There could easily be a world tour that forms out of this, which is what I think will end up happening. But not next year, but maybe 25. 2025, 2026. It it sounds to me like if that's the case, if you're a Scotty or a Jordan Spieth, you take the live money right now because you'll more than likely be playing back on the PGA Tour pretty soon. So you might, John Rom made the smartest decision. Go get his money, and then he'll be back in the PGA in three years. Right? I mean, it, I, I don't take agree the there. Money I don't think he will be back on the PGA Tour per se. Mm-hmm. He may be eligible for a s- special series of events, mm-hmm. but you know, I don't see him showing up at Memorial or Genesis or any of these on the whatever might the Colonial. The Houston Open, without either some serious penalty, and you know, serve some kind of suspension. I, who knows? But I also uh, feel like the way the, the golf is going, and maybe this is a generational thing, but the emphasis now is on majors. Who can win the majors more than it has been? I think in the history of the game. So here's where I'm going. We're not just threatening. We are. We are. Threat, we're actually threatening the fan with turn them, turning them away because what will happen potentially, and I think it's just it, it's inevitable. If you allow John Rom to come back with his five hundred million dollars and a Jordan Spieth and a Justin Thomas and these guys stayed home and stayed loyal and all they have is some potential equity position or stock in some new for-profit entity that may or may not turn out to be that lucrative, they are not going to welcome John Rom back because now we have what's called. Pride, greed, and egos involved, and those are brutal, and they won't mix. Let them mix. So, you know, Tiger turned out eight hundred million. You go, well, that's nothing to Tiger. No, it probably double his net worth at the time. So, it's a big deal, and I mean, that's the problem. We got all these different egos clashing, and I don't think it'll be a ha- an easy ending. But I think we'll finally, in twenty-five or six, have have something. You were a longtime tour player. If you were still on tour today, Mark Brooks, what would you want to see happen? All come together, figure out how to have a super world tour that's, you know, eight or ten events. Everybody gets to play. Now all we have left to argue is who gets how many spots. So if it's a 75-player field, does the PGA Tour get 40 spots and there's 20 to live and there's 15? Don't forget, who have we not even mentioned yet? The DP World Tour, which is the European Tour, which I, I don't care how you slice it. That has become a feeder tour to the PJ Tour. They, we just took ten, their top ten off last year's money list are now PGA Tour members. Hmm. They're not otherwise exempt. So guys like a Roy McIlroy or a Rom that would have been a dual member, they didn't even count. They're already PGA Tour members. We took their next, next ten best this year. So you've decimated the DP World Tour, and maybe that's the, the let's just call it the, 
the bone you throw them is we'll have a couple of those special events over there, and we're going to give you all some spots to these Super League deals. I think that something like that makes a lot of sense. we got to take a break. After this break, more on the world of golf. Get you up to date on the Colts and the Steelers from Indianapolis. Don't forget, the End Zone Club comes up next hour. I'm Ed Clements along with Scotty Sayers, Mark Brooks with us, Ben Clements with us, and we'll have more from Dirty Martin's Place right after this timeout. May your days be merry and bright And may all your Christmases be Welcome back to the 15th Club on KLBJ Radio. That's one of your favorites, Scotty, the oh. great Tony Bennett who passed away earlier this year. Christmas songs with Tony Bennett or Sinatra or the ones that we remember when we were growing up. Yeah, yeah. It's not Mariah Carey in my case, although <laughs> she's good. She's good. She's good, but that's a different generation. Yeah, welcome back to the show. This is the 15th Club, proudly brought to you by Texas Mutual Insurance and by ABC Bank with assistance from Cheerios, the new way to invest in real estate. Also brought to you by Zilker Belts, Adele Golf, Donald Ross Sportswear, The Muni Conservancy, Bodies Tex-Mex, The Naughty Deck and Bar at the Austin Renaissance Hotel, and by the Salt Lake Barbecue. Sunday specials with Scott Roberts tomorrow at the Salt Lake Barbecue. I'm Ed Clements along with Scotty Sayers, Mark Brooks, and Ben Clements. I've got one small thing, Ed. Uh, don't forget we've got our Imagine Muni event on March 24th next year, and we'll be making big announcements about the entertainment uh, around Christmas. Also, an article in Barron's today, uh, our friend Ben Crenshaw was interviewed talking about the importance of Lions Municipal Golf. And we talk about live and the money and the PGA Tour but, and, and get distracted, honestly, watching those things on TV. But what's thriving in this country right now is municipal golf and young people playing the game. Right, Mark? I totally agree with you. I mean, we, we've said it, I've said it many times, whether it was, you know, publicly or privately, golf as a game's not going away. I mean, you know, this tour, the tour fight, you know, this PGA Tour fight with, uh, you know, everyone basically is, it's just maybe a little bit of a distraction. Uh, more people will be on the golf course on Saturday and Sunday afternoons instead of sitting on the couch watching the tour. I mean, yeah, they got to figure it out. I mean, it's, uh, you know, the PGA, let's just say this, PGA Tour the PGA Tour is not the game of golf. And the more they could realize that, they're a part of the game of golf. They help promote it. They can do wonderful things, but they are not the game. And when you become the game, you're too big for your britches. Well, these, these problems, I mean, they were inevitable. Good point. And back to Ben Clements' uh, question earlier, Ben, you asked about why Scotty Scheffler or Jordan Spieth, why they haven't taken the money. If there's a chance they could play in the PGA Tour again. If there is, and Mark's going to answer, although it, maybe it's politics. Okay, Mark, you have a... you have a, <laughs> Wait a minute, Luke Wilson's on the phone, but Mark, answer Hold that, that thought. Right. Let's go to the uh, 15th Club Live Line, our friend Luke Wilson, uh, who uh, a great Hollywood star, uh, the godfather in old school, friend of the show, who was thoroughly thrashed today, I understand. No, the he was not. By Scotty <laughs> he was not. He, he, he wasn't. That is, that is what I call gotcha journalism right there. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, friend? How are you? I, I'm great. I didn't, excuse me, guys. You, you guys were right in the middle of something interesting. I, I called in. I didn't realize they were going to put me right right through so so pardon me F finish your thought about what you guys were saying 
Well, I'm going to let Mark finish it, but I'm going to first say you can interrupt us any time. And also, you beat me the last two days, so oh, I didn't, I'm I didn't sorry. thrash anybody. That was, that was, that fake, was fake news. I'm sorry that about that. <laughs> fake news. Okay, I'm, Mark. The, the, I'm just kind of a simple guy. I'm out there to have fun, and, and Scotty, you know, he takes advantage of me mentally and, and, and physically on the course. And, uh, I mean, when it comes to gamesmanship, I mean, this guy makes Seve Ballesteros look like just uh, uh, a babe in the woods. Uh, well, listen, I'm a first T sportsmanship award winner like Ed Clements. So, yeah, core right. values. Yes, core yes. values. Yes. Okay, let's 30 <laughs> seconds, Mark Brooks. Why hasn't Scotty Shuffler or Jordan Spieth uh, taken the money and gone to live? And I'd love to hear Luke's take, too, on the whole thing, just as a general picture. But I believe that these guys, I think there's a great likelihood that these guys were promised something in the future from the PGA Tour side. Would it be equal to what they might be offered from the Saudis? Probably not, but it would be something that would make them at least comfortable enough to stay home. I do believe that. Now, Luke, your thoughts on the Live Tour and all this John Rahm going to Live. Uh, uh, are you a supporter of Live? I know you're a supporter, a supporter of all golf, but your thoughts on Rahm's decision to go to the Live Tour? Well, gosh, I mean, it is pretty unbelievable that, that he's that he's gone over there. And, I mean, I would kind of value Mark's opinion about it most of all. But, I, you know, I've kind of flipped and flopped on what I've thought about it. But, I, you know, I definitely... I think as a PGA player going back a couple years or five years, I would have, it seems like I would have trouble taking, you know, direction from just a group of guys that, uh, you know, the, whoever the, the group was that kind of directed the PGA tour that weren't players. I would have trouble taking direction on, you know, how those guys should be playing and their business and how they were kind of living their life. But I don't know. It, it seems pretty complicated, and uh, it, it's pretty un- unbelievable that Rom's gone over there. And it was uh, unbelievable when Cameron Smith went over. You know, right after winning uh, the, the the British. Uh, but gosh, you know, hopefully they can just figure out some kind of merger. But it is funny what you guys were saying about you know watching it and it being on the CW station because you know I, I love watching golf and you know. And uh, but for some reason I don't know maybe it's the 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 team golf aspect of it for them to where it seems a little convoluted to where it just makes it kind of difficult to watch and I love watching college golf and um, you know even shell old shell matches you know wide world of golf it's all really fun to watch but something about the the live telecast and I've only seen it a few times when I've just kind of happened upon it. It's it's a little hard to follow, um, but yeah, you, you do hope they can get something figured out because you just want to watch the the best of the best playing against each other, not just at the at the majors, but you know throughout the year because you do feel like you get those buildups and those those you know tournaments leading up to to majors where you feel like guys are getting tuned up and it kind of. You know, it creates some some drama, but um, yeah, I'm, I don't uh, I don't I don't really know enough about it, but can certainly see both sides of you know what guys are doing. But yeah, I, I don't really know. Well, you know, Luke, don't sell yourself short. You, I know you follow the PGA Tour. You were a spokesman for the tour for a while, and uh, 
And, but we all like to play golf. We don't just spend our time watching on TV. I know when you're not working, you play a lot of golf. You listen to a lot of music. You like country music and Dylan and different kinds of music. What are you doing right now? You've got a couple of projects that are uh, going to be released soon, and then you're going back to work for Netflix now that the... Well, that's not up. why I called, guys. I don't want to get us off sports. <laughs> no. Here. I was, I was really calling up to tell you guys, you know, my, how great the show is and how much I love listening to it. And Scotty's nice enough to, if I if I ever happen to miss it on a Saturday, he'll send me the link. But I always <laughs> have fun watch, uh, listening to it live like I'm doing right now, <clears throat> excuse me, while I'm watching sports. And, you know, my brother Owen, he loves he loves Mad Dog and Stephen A. And I'm like, hey, the best in the business, it's the 15th club. It's Ed, Mark, Dan, even, you know, as hard as it is for me to say, it's, you know, Scotty. Uh, you know, <laughs> okay. I, I will say that he, he did do this one thing to me today while we were playing. I really got rolling. We had, we had Christmas music playing. We were listening to the Beach Boys Christmas album, Merle Haggard Christmas album, Ella Fitzgerald. And he knew I was rolling. I got some momentum going, and I made a great comeback. And this guy, he puts on the Boogie Nights soundtrack. <laughs> oh, hey, hey. Completely, completely stops my momentum cold. And then that was reminding me, don't, don't, you, oh. and, don't you and Ed sometimes harmonize on that one we song do. they sang? Yeah. Hey, I, I hate to cut you off, but fire. the news is next here on KLBJ.